Welcome to the Spare Rib Audio Zine. Spare Rib is a student-run feminist organization located at Dartmouth College in Hanover, New Hampshire. This is Read Joy, a collaborative piece written by Anne Jonikin, Emily Chang, Katie Brown, Monacy Shino, and Noelle Blake from the Joy Edition, published summer 2023. Read by the co-writers, page designed by Ella Grimm, and art made by Sophie Williams. Special thanks to Dartmouth College Radio for lending Spare Rib their time and space, making this audio zine project possible. Part of me hates Christmas and my birthday and surprises. I hate when you stare at me with expecting eyes, waiting for my reaction. I can nail down most holistic emotions. I can parrot them, perform them, but I've never perfected joy. Because you do it in a measured way. Corners of lips upturning, a gracious, I love it, a quick hug maybe. I do joy differently, and you've always hated that, made fun of me for it, took a step back reflexively, uncomfortable with my big, loud joy, because when I see monkeys, I cry, when I see deer, I cry, when I eat food that I love, I wiggle in my chair, when I talk about my special interests, I talk and I talk and I talk, and you hate that, but by God, I love it. I love when I listen to hyper-pop songs 20 times in a row because it scratches my brain right. When things are the right texture in my mouth, fizzy drinks and wide rice noodles and gummy candy. When I move my body in the way I want to, because it's my body, not yours. And if I want to move my arms like airplane wings as I walk, then so fucking be it. When a truck honks as it passes us on the sidewalk, gross, noise. But me and my ADHD friend repeat it at the same time. Beep, beep, bitch. When you say, no, this is so interesting, keep going. How's Taylor Swift doing? What are you knitting now? When you ask before you hug me, but when you do, it's so tight, it squeezes out every bad sensation my body has ever held. I believe you, Anne. I know you're autistic. I've researched what that means for you. I know what accommodations to offer and what makes you shut down so we can avoid it. And I know that you don't always say what you mean, but I don't take it personally because I know the wires were crossed inside your head and you love me as deep as anyone ever could. I know that you're struggling, that you need to sleep, that you need to cry. And I will be there for you while you do all these things. And when you're done for the day, we can watch Bones. Because that's one of your special interests. And I love when you tie everything back to a specific episode and that it makes you feel less alone. I know that we are different. I know that I can never understand fully, but I'm trying. I know autism seeps into every aspect of your life. It is you. It is your conceptions of gender, your asexuality, the way you love, your passion, your depression, your joy. Musical Joy What a gift to induce sound, to infuse it in breaths as you stoke life into clay. You bake a layer cake, the golden brown, waste through doorways. Lingers in the sway of bodies beside you, every note pulsing. Stormy waters part, you can sing through anything. You clap and you know you're happy. They tell you you're like music to my ears. And every bone will remember how you shivered with joy so strangely in a warm, honeyed embrace. Sometimes you are sick of it all, and every song is flat and gray, but then a channel opens, whistling, sparking, burning, pounds like your feet up the hill, screams into the day like the setting sun for an instant before its retreat. Again, your world is enveloped in a shadow, but the channel remains open to the air, a conduit to breathe through, memories saved and padded into your pocket. Lullabies tucked into a blanket of stars, tiding you over until dawn. A killjoy is someone who gets in the way of other people's happiness. 
Historically, this word has been used against feminists to decry us as causing misery. Why can't you take a joke? He asks us as he jokes about the intellectual inferiority of immigrants and the promiscuity of black and Asian women. The feminist Killjoy frowns. She rolls her eyes and begins to break down the joke to its racist, sexist, homophobic core. She says, how is that funny? And engages in the inconvenient, I'm not a bigot, conversation that ensues. They use words that make people flinch. Sexism, racism, homophobia, transphobia, classism, patriarchy, white supremacy, Western imperialism. Being a feminist killjoy is exhausting work. The feminist killjoy is disliked because she disrupts the situation. They are disliked because they critique the happiness of situations that are considered comfortable. They question social norms. They hold them up to the light and ask, who is made uncomfortable here for your comfort? They ask, is this really necessary? In pointing out that there is a problem, the feminist killjoy comes, somehow, to own that problem as if they have created it by naming it. And then she is criticized for being all angles, for being sharp and edged, for bursting the bubble. A feminist is a killjoy because she points things out and gets in the way. When telling other rivers about this tribute to Sarah Ahmed, many were unfamiliar with the phrase feminist killjoy. These days, feminists are more likely to be called social justice warriors, or SJWs. While linked, these terms denote different things. The SJW rails against systems of oppression and possesses a crazed commitment to speaking up, to declaring war. The feminist killjoy is a bitch. They are Debbie Downer. She is unamused. She says, that's not fucking funny, Robert. And, for the love of God, read a book, Jared. They are there to say, fuck your joy. The feminist killjoy is specifically a joy killer. She takes up unhappiness and is willing to cause it. If there's one constant heirloom situation experienced by every iteration of this movement, it's the attempted assassination of the feminist. The characterization of feminists as ugly, sexless creatures, angry beyond measure. To call a feminist unfuckable is an attempt to make her small, to deem her irrelevant, to somehow delegitimize her by metrics she has completely rejected. By nature, the SJW, the killjoy, and every iteration is an attempt to attack feminists. Anyways, are we really causing unhappiness? Or are we simply exposing the unhappy, harmful truths, ever-present, tucked under socially accepted ideas of joy? To kill joy is not, at its core, an act of murder. It is one of exposure, of painting a target on a disguised harm. But in exposure, in a disruption, something is still killed. Fantasy, complacency ease. We must be unhappy with this world. We must cause the world trouble through our feminism. We must reject attempts at assimilation into an unjust society. We must cause misery. We must seek destruction as a creative force. If to kill joy is to speak up and talk back, if to be a killjoy is a commitment to doing so, then killing joy is a commitment to redefining joy. Is then that redefined joy something we killjoys are simply working towards? I'm not sure. When I'm with other killjoys, there's already some intimate, undescribed sensation of an alternative joy. There is a knowing, an understanding, a humor all its own. It is a radical potential, a comfort, a happiness, a killjoy joy. When my killjoy shoulder brushes against yours, I'm suddenly aware of your words. They hum, reverberated through a killjoy crowd. We move forward, in unison, laughing and chatting, we squeeze onto a couch in the corner of a coffee shop, 
lay side by side on the grass and soak in the sun. We talk by candlelight and scribble angry diagrams on notebooks and paint in silence while drinking wine. We pick each other up and dust each other off. We cook each other pasta and play with our dogs. We write poetry and share it. We read poetry and smile. We struggle and struggle and keep coming back for more. We create space to create, to love deeply and desperately. This is the sort of happiness we hope to establish everywhere. This is our dream. And living in it now is a killjoy practice. This is a joy we have excavated from a challenging world, a joy we have birthed. This is Killjoy Joy. When you've spent all day wading through the swamp of your own inadequacies, there's no absolution like spaghetti dripping in pepper and cheese. Gia Tolentino, Bon Appetit. Quote, A bag of chips is a way to defeat time. It brings temporary infinity, a feeling that it will never end. A chip, a chip, a chip, another chip. Sam Anderson, New York Times. Aside from the fact that they say it's unhealthy, my fat ain't never been no trouble. Men's always have loved me. My kids ain't never complained. Alice Walker, You Can't Keep a Good Woman Down, Short Stories. When their talk rolls around to calories and their moral obligations to hate themselves, I typically spread out as wide as I can. I can expand like a jellyfish. It is a particular advantage of the very fat. I conform to the shape of my container like a water balloon, displaying maximum width. I'll eat anything I can get my hands on while they talk. Meg Ellison, Big Girl. I refuse to be unhappy about the only body I will ever have. If no one will love my jiggling arms, my soft jaw, my enormous ass, my hanging stomach, then I sure as hell will. I will eat the whole world if I must, experience its joys, feel its weight within me. I'm here to tell all the little girls just like me out there that good girls can get fat. Live large, you fat girl, you. Where do folks get the energy to be so upset at my body? Where do they find the time? Are you going to hate me for being poor? For being addicted to sugar from the first meal I ever had? For existing in a world where health is reserved for privileged few? I don't really care. At the end of the day, I'm going to come home to myself. I'm not going to spend time hating myself for my stretch marks or outgrown jeans. Forgive me, body, for the years I did. I want to be your friend, every pound of you, every inch. I will feel the same joy for my fat body that I would feel for my thin body. It is mine, and that's all that it needs to be for me to love it. XOXO, my beautiful fat ass. For the longest time, I didn't understand when people said, It's the little things. When I thought of joy, I thought big. Joy was the last day of second grade. Joy was the beaker-shaped cake at my science-themed birthday party. Joy was sweet victory after conquering the scariest roller coaster of my life. Joy was finally hearing my dad tell me that I did well without any qualifiers to humble me. I think when I was younger, I needed those big joys. Back then, all my feelings were big. I didn't understand little joys because I didn't know that feeling doesn't have to consume you eat you alive. My joy was big, but so was my sadness and my anger. Too big for little me's body. I get it now. My feelings aren't any less big. I just grew into them, the way you do hand-me-downs. My feelings were big because there were so many things that I had yet to understand. Why I lived differently than people around me. Why people judged me for things that I couldn't control. The answers lay in my race, it's crazy that that concept still means something. 
my age, my naivete, my immaturity, my mini adulthood that was placed upon my little shoulders before I even knew what it meant to be young, my sexuality, not that it matters, my family, let's not unpack that, their income, which burdened me more than it should have, by the way, my school, hated that place from kindergarten to senior year, and other things that hurt my head and produce big feelings, even now. I don't think I was wrong to feel that way. In fact, I think it's reasonable, given the circumstances. I've grown up and into my feelings, and grew into understanding that joy is power. I win when I feel joy in a place designed to make me feel anything but. Joy is going on walks to my favorite songs. Joy is finishing my homework before 11 p.m. Joy is whispering an inside joke in my friend's ear. Joy is getting coffee with the girl I like. Joy is watching reality TV with my roommate before bed. Joy is adding another book to my story graph, even if I don't like the book. Joy is my favorite perfume. Joy is falling asleep on the green in the sun. Joy is waving hi to a friend in passing. Joy is being present. Joy is being alive. Little joys for little people with not so little power. It may be a small win, but hey, it's the little things.